0: This episode is brought to you by Rick's Eyewear, eyewear that inspires confidence. If you would like to buy some premium eyewear, sunglasses, blue light frames, prescription, head online now, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Caps has been Australia's home of headwear since 2012. From snapback to fitted, curved peak to flat peak, our hats will fit anyone and everyone. Since then, we've grown and evolved into the leaders of US sports apparel in Australia. Head online at Caps.com.au and check it out. Righto, let's get into the show. Finally, finally. Benny, I get to see you again because the NFL season's around the corner. I haven't seen you for a while. How are you, mate? Mate, fantastic. Love your Van. Oh, it's great, man's. Rolling media, if anyone wants to check it out. Wow, this is great. This is great. Great to see you, though, in the flesh. I know. It
1: feels like we've had a thousand interactions over the last 12 months, but... Mate, the WhatsApp's
0: hard work sometimes because, you know, you don't get the boys' faces and that, but, geez, I'd love to get all the NFL boys together and uh, have a few beers before the season starts, so it's great to see you.
1: Well, we still need to... review last season and having a few I know. beers and a dinner and get all the boys together I know they're all
0: over the place but well we got I think AFL finals are nearly done and hopefully all the boys are in town we're pushing for Billy Pavilion aren't we the boys are pretty keen <laughs> on that there's a little uh, spot to get the season kicked off. Mate, what have you been up to? Anyway, you're looking very corporate. Hey, I thought you'd rock up with one of your, you know, one of your team's jerseys on today.
1: Nah, well, it is corporate. It's that time of year where we're just putting things in place for the season. <laughs> We've got the little radio deal, I've got the TV show and so yeah, no, I had a, a lunch and uh, today, so I've just come straight from that.
0: I thought I'd just stay nice and neutral today. I love it. And what's uh, what do we got? Because so, obviously you are the king of NFL. You are you know you're pushing. Come the, on, Tommy. You, you are in Australia. You are the brand. That's a that's your pet name for me though. Just between the two of us, Oh, Wild wide world doesn't <laughs> need to know. <laughs> Mate, you know that you are royalty, and we've got a lot of kickers and punters coming behind. You know with uh, Dicko and the boys, but now you've got armchair expert. That's one thing that everyone will be able to see you on.
1: Yes, yes. So Channel Seven, we've gone from. The first season, about four years ago, we taped it and it was replayed on 7, like at 2am in the morning, but it's still got enough of a following for Channel 7 to say, you know what, we've got something Mm. here. Now, they've got the Armchair Experts brand with the AFL boys, so Cam, Luke and I do the NFL Armchair Experts, which is now live on 7 Mate. it's on 7-plus, we do all the socials and the breaks, but... Yeah, it's a it's a really well followed show. Gets a lot of traction on the socials um, because people. I mean, I mean, it can get saturated, you know, in the states and in, on ESPN and on the internet and you know Twitter. Obviously, every man and his dog mm. posts about the NFL and follows Adam Schefter and oh, Schefter you know, gets a run. Doesn't yeah, He's uh, the
0: most important account on Instagram of great at the podcasts
1: moment. like this one <laughs> that people listen to, but you know the amount of eyes that we get. And my whole motivation with the NFL in Australia is continue to grow the game. Educate people on the rules. Because I, you know, as simplistic as saying that it's like chess, not only the way it's played, because it's very strategic, but you either love it or you hate it. If you know how to play chess, you really enjoy it. If you don't know how to play, you'll never sit down and just enjoy a game. The NFL's the same. People won't sit down and watch it unless they know the rules. So educate them. Align them with a team, align them with a player, favorite player, or a team they visited when they were young. Get involved in a fantasy oh, league. That's a big one. Fantasy is key. It was key. It's why I love the Premier League, because I got into it 20 years ago through fantasy. NFL's the same. It's a great. I mean, how many fantasy great leagues mate. are
0: you in? I'm in three, maybe four of that one you said yesterday goes ahead, but I've had to knock a few back because you can't be in more than four, can you?
1: No, you can't.
0: It's too much. You
1: can't. It's, a, it's almost a full-time job. Because you're checking, yeah. you're, you're checking your team. I'm going to say, you know, during the week, maybe ten times a day, <laughs> because you are following each player and the news, and are they injured, and what sort of game time are they getting, what position, you know, how they getting involved in the offense. Um, but then from, you know, Monday morning through till Tuesday, my goodness, your life, you live and breathe oh, through your it's fantasy team. Everything, isn't it? But if you got too many fantasy teams. They all sort of morph into one mm. because you end up trying to trade for someone, or you know, grab him off the waiver of wire, and he's there as well. So you're trying. But and the worst is when you've him. got
0: you're playing a guy, and you've got that guy in another team. So you're cheering on, you know, your team to win. Then all of a sudden, you're like, oh fuck, I need that player to go well in this other league, and I'm playing him. So that's why I don't like to play in too many, because then you lose. You can never win them all. Yes, exactly. You, you, you can't. You can try though. Oh no, you can try like we did last year. Jeez, I was close. Oh, you were close, and I still remember it. You took some some running backs late. I thought in the draft, and and they come off. and um, I think you had pick eleven, which is what I've got this year. Yeah, no, it was a it was a good pick, but it wasn't the pick that
1: got me that far in the season. It was just- Management. 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 Good (laughs) management, mate. We all know what that looks like. But the waiver wire is key. There wasn't a lot of trades and things going on. There was some controversies around IR and COVID and all those types of things. But- Yeah, that's gone now, I think. But it was, I mean, Boyd was a, you know, he he was a worthy winner.
0: He- he, you know he he had a good team. Yeah, Boyd Cordner for for everyone out there in our American Aces took it out after being zero and four at the start of the year. So yeah. he had a super finish. and Took yeah, over the great man was the dollar oh four and he ran over him late.
1: Well, he he beat me in the in the playoff first playoff, but then I regathered myself and beat Regan, smashed him. In yeah, the,
0: in the consolation, <laughs> so I finished third. Happy with that, Uh but looking to uh, go one step further. And just on. um fantasy. I'd love you to share what we spoke about in the phone the other day. I said sleeper is the app of choice and you've been on other ones, but you kind of, you know, you're a big fan of sleeper now, aren't you?
1: Well, any fantasy league is a good one. But I've been on the NFL app um, forever and playing on the Sleeper app last year. It takes a while to get used to, um, but there's some great features and and really enjoyed it. It became my favorite fantasy app. So there are other leagues that I'm in have made the transition to the sleeper app. So now, you know, I've got <laughs> a couple in the sleeper app and a couple in the NFL app and, you know, the ESPN do one as well. So look, but it it's part of getting people involved mm. in the NFL. There are the guys that know nothing about it now have an understanding of how the game's played, who's who, who you know, important on a team, who co- you know, like it's a it's a great way to get
0: Involved in the game. You're right, and that's what we say to our mates just get in the fantasy, understand the offense. You can work the defense out another time because that's another story, isn't it? And our tipping comp for anyone out there, we've set up with NFL Pick'em. I've got the link in our Instagram bio, but if you want to get involved, we've organized a little American Aces tipping competition and Milwaukee Tools have jumped on Benny and they're offering $4,000 worth of tools to the winner of our private league. So okay. I know there's a big league that offers some cash and all that, but this one's our private one. So big shout out to Milwaukee Tools, but NFL and, well, tipping, How does that work? So you just pick one just like AFL tipping. Yeah, just pick, you know, head to head every week. Just put your tips in.
1: Oh, so you pick every team. It's not like the one where you pick one team for the week as your lock. Nah, And you yeah, can only pick the, them one no, you so it's a tipping comp. Yeah, it's a you genuine, just genuine tip tipping 16 competition. Sixteen teams. Sixteen. Sixteen yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's uh it's yeah, it's very standard for Australia. I couldn't believe how hard it was to find a tipping competition. I think they only just released the Uh, you know, the app to fire it up again this year, but there wasn't many opportunities to to get involved. America has all those DraftKings and, you know, they do all this other stuff. So they've... Tommy? They've got heaps, so we need to... I know, I know, I need some IT help because I was trying to set it up, but I haven't even got a website yet, so we'll get there. Now, today is all about NFL season preview. I've already done a little week one um, predictions with Rory Atkins. We did a little sneaky podcast last week and went through all the head-to-heads. We did forget (laughs) San Fran um, and the Bears. The rat goes for the Bears. He favored them. It was at the top. We missed them. We both would have tipped San Fran. So I want to talk to you about the whole season today, Benny, because you've got a good grasp on NFL. And I wanted to start with the divisions because divisions will kind of paint a picture you know, with the teams and the player movement and what you think is going to happen and some injury updates if you've got them. So I thought I'd start with the NFC West. We've got Los Angeles Rams. Super Bowl, reigning Super Bowl champs. San Francisco 49ers. Is Ara- Trey Lance going to be the answer? Is he? Arizona Cardinals?
1: Yes. Troubled offseason with Kyler Murray, but
0: DeAndre Hopkins suspended for the first six weeks. I thought it was four. Is it six? Four. I'm not sure if it's six. That's going to hurt some people I know. And Seattle Seahawks, yeah, still in quarterback. So who do you think? That's yep. a tough division um, in the NFC West. Benny, talk to me. What are you thinking?
1: Well, I, I can't go past the Rams, and I, and I will say um, Matthew Stafford is a is a ex teammate of mine at the Detroit Lions, and thrilled for him last year, and was able to take it home in LA, mind you, which was a Fantastic experience. But they've got the makings and there's no reason why they shouldn't win this division. They've proved to everybody that they can stand up in big games, that Matt Stafford can play well in big games. Their running game last year was really serviceable. Um, the thing about Matt Stafford is he's such a great player. It's almost when he plays too safe and allows the offense you know, to run the football and the defense to go to work he's at his best when he's backs against the wall. Slinging he's it. slinging it. Oh, it's, it's like good when Aaron it Rodgers and, you know, Brett Favre and so, you know, he made some silly mistakes, but he's also got the ability to, to cater for that late in games. Um, and their defenses, Brian, I know they lost Von Miller. Um, he was there just to get the ring, but I, I think in, in the NFC West, so I do like the Cardinals though. Like if DeAndre Hopkins wasn't suspended for the first month, I think uh I think that they could be a smoky but again you know they'll get away to a good start and they sort of die in the ass late in the season yeah, so I did didn't they? Um, they've done it the last couple of seasons um but I do have a soft spot for them as well because uh,
0: you don't, I don't really like dropping names but oh, mate, um, you, mate, on the old American aces Tommy took, we drop names we want all the insights I'm gonna go back to the Rams and the Super Bowl because Benny was there and he would have caught up with Stafford probably but Drop some names. What do you got? Oh like?
1: no! Well, Cliff Kingsbury is is a, a, a good mate of mine from the Jets days. So he was a quarterback at the Jets when I first arrived. There you go. So I didn't spent, know that. Spent a year with him and um, used to hang out off field. You know, go to the movies, training camp, and so he's a he's a great guy. And if I wanted to be a coach in the NFL, I want to be Cliff. He's got it all. I mean, he's a, he's just a upstanding. He knows his football inside and out. I'll always have a soft spot for the Cardinals, so I probably overrate them just a tad because yep. of my allegiance to them. The emotions, I, yeah. But I think the I think the Seahawks will will struggle. Mm. I really do. They've always had this running back by committee, which really hasn't worked. They probably needed it because they've had so many injuries in their running back division. Tyler Lockett. I mean, if you follow the fantasy drafts lately, he's almost not getting drafted now because of the quarterback situation. Who knows who'll start week one,
0: Geno Smith? I think or... they named Geno, yeah. Yeah, well but, but for how long? That's the thing. Is it gonna be four weeks and just give him a test because he's deserved it over pre you know the yeah the summer or who knows?
1: So I'm worried about the Seahawks, but but just on the Seahawks and their situation at quarterback, and I'll say Geno Smith and Drew Locke, they're completely different quarterbacks. The first question I asked when I got to America and got to the locker room, and I didn't really know a lot about the NFL before I moved over there. It was only through what Darren Bennett did, and you know Super Bowl and Don Lane on a Monday night on the ABC, (laughs) Um, I, I asked, why do you have to have a starting quarterback? Why can't you have, like a committee of running backs, why can't you have two or three quarterbacks that all bring something different to the offense? So when Geno Smith's out there, you run these plays. And when Drew Locke's out there, you run these plays. And the defense has to do something different depending on what sort of quarterback's in there. Now, we see it occasionally with the Wildcat. Or, you know, by when you have to do it if a, if a quarterback's out for a play or a series. But I've always had this thing in the back of my mind. Could that be the next phase in the NFL where instead of spending $245 million guaranteed for one guy, you know, maybe there is a $225 million guys that they can be this two-headed monster.
0: Oh, mate, I'm, I'm with you. you got the Swiss Army knife, uh, you know, Hill from Saints, who yep, yep, is that's now a- lining up at tight end. But you'd know when he comes in, is he going to throw it? Is he going to run it? He's one of those guys that they used a bit
1: at yes. the Saints. Well, that was by, yeah, that was a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about the Saints in a bit. But yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out at, at Seattle because I don't think some teams, you know, you look at the Eagles, you know, when they had. Off and then went. I mean, they weren't great quarterbacks, but they had great teams. Seattle Seahawks is apart from DK Metcalf.
0: Well, that's the thing. You got DK there. We were, I think, you know, I got a little mates group that we did. You know, there's only eight of us in there, but DK went in like the eighth or ninth round because no one knows if he's going to get the ball. Um, just on. The NFC West, we've skipped over San Fran. There's a bit of a QB situation. You know, mm-hmm. Trey Lance, they're backing him in. Jimmy G just signed a deal that's a unique deal. I'm not sure if you know the ins and outs of it. Uh, but what are your thoughts on that? He's done a pretty good job and they've said, we're going to give the young guy a go now. What's that like when you're in, you know, at a at one of these clubs? What is it a weird dynamic weird. in the locker room? Is that going to cause a bit of drama? Well, I, I can't quite work it out. I think he would have been better... I think
1: he's a better quarterback than half the starting quarterbacks in the NFL anyway, from what I've seen. Trey Lance, they're still talking about whether they're not sure he's going to be the answer to the future. So maybe Jimmy Garoppolo knows that he's not. He's seen enough of Trey to think this is not going to last, so I want to be here on this team in this city for when Trey Flops. does fall over. Um but, look, he was drafted high for a reason. He's a good athlete. I mean, I'd be I'd be okay with that if I was a 49ers fan. You're giving a chance to see the future now, and then Jimmy Garoppolo is that backup quarterback if in certain games that they need someone to come and take the reins either during the game or for a game. Yeah. they got a good running back situation. Debo Samuel, obviously there's some something going on there in the offseason to request a trade and then – I mean he's a beast. I don't think, I don't think he's going to be as influential as he was last year. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, that's my worry about the 49ers. I mean George Kittle's you know one of the top three tight ends in the league, but yeah, I sort of have the 49ers just a little bit above the Seahawks. the Cardinals are the
0: unknown in the NFC West, but I think the Rams will stitch that division up. I like it. I'm with you I' I'm, I'm back in the Rams in that one. We go to NFC East. This is an interesting one because I'm big on the Cowboys. So Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Washington Commanders, and the New York Giants. They've got Dallas Cowboys and Eagles on par pretty much. Dallas just above it. Let's start with Dallas Cowboys. Cooper's gone to the Browns at wide receiver. Yeah, it's- they just lost a big player. Was it on the offensive line? Or offensive tackle? I can't remember who it was, that big boy. Offensive tackle. Offensive tackle. So he's out. So that's caused a bit of drama. Um, just talk to me. What do you think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be like this year? I thought they were really good last year with their defence, but a few question marks on the offence, they reckon. Who's they? Well, the public. <laughs> the public. More so <laughs> who are they going to throw it to besides CD? Lamb. And you got Gallup on the sidelines with a bit of a. I think he did his knee. So it's not like they're stacked out and wide out.
1: No, but I'm um like I'm big on the Cowboys this year. I like it. They're, it's the weakest division on paper, um, so I think they'll breeze through. I think the Eagles are the only the only chance to upset them. the The Giants have the easiest strength of schedule. The Eagles are second. The Commanders are sixth, and the Cowboys are tenth. So not only does that point to that it's a weaker division, but who they're playing because of their division, out of conference and, and the other divisions in the NFC, is goes in their favour. I, I think I think Dak Prescott after his injury concerns pre preseason last year. I think he's been. I think he'll be fine. I think Ezekiel Elliott after a down year last year will need to prove his worth. I think CD Lamb's going to be a star. Yeah. I think Micah Parsons will win Defensive oh, Player of the oh, Year. I love it. Like I, I'm I'm really.
0: I'm really big on the Cowboys this year. Really big. I like what you I like this because I, I was I'm all Cowboys as well, but then I've just seen all the trades that Philly have just done on defense just recently, and it tells me that they're going for it. They've got, you know, they've always got AJ Brown in. There's a lot of movement going on at Philly where I'm like, far out. They're actually they're throwing their kitchen we Well see, there. I'm
1: see, we're not and I'm big on the Eagles too. Like I've I had Jalen Hurts as my fantasy quarterback in two leagues. Um, I've had Miles Sanders there in a couple. I love Devonta Smith. Mm. Like I, I AJ Brown's gonna be a weapon. I mean, there's been so many question marks over Jalen Hurts during the offseason, and I'm like, what are you talking about? This kid's a star. He's a leader, he's a good player, he can use his legs, he's you know, sure all quarterbacks make some bad decisions from time to time. He's now got the weapons, mm. they've got a reasonable defense. I think they're going to be the ones
0: that'll push the Cowboys. Um, as far as the other guys go, yeah, I wouldn't even bother, I wouldn't even waste your breath on the other two. Cowboys, <laughs> well, I've well, gone the well, Cowboys we as to. well. The, I mean, the giant Daniel Jones. I think people
1: haven't really given him enough time, so I'm glad that they're going to stick with him this year. I just hope that the lease isn't as short as, you know, what people think it is. And Saquon Barkley, that was a, it's a yeah. huge
0: season for him. I was going to ask you about him. Is he going to have a big year because he's- He needs to. He's a bit
1: like Ezekiel Elliott. Like they've, you know, and if, we, if you put your fantasy caps on, they're high draft picks, a lot's expected of them. But, you know, you don't see a lot of running backs with these huge deals because the longevity for a running back is so much less than a wide receiver or any other position because they do get banged up real quick. Mm. Big year for Saquon Barkley. I hope he stays healthy. He's already sort of said that he wants out because he want they want success. Like the money's great, but they want to go and win. Saquon Barkley's in that category. Um, who knows what will happen? I mean, they'll have a reasonable defense, but when you've got a team with a better defense in your offense and you're always trying to bring your offense, the, the opposition offense down to your level, it's a, it's, they're always grinding wins, you know. Yeah, they're so, ugly.
0: They're ugly to watch, aren't they?
1: So three to four wins for the Giants. um, And for the Commanders, well, you know, I don't know. I still haven't warmed to the name yet, so I can't. Oh, worry. mate, I, I think you're team. on it.
0: If anything goes by the name, it's going to be a boring season. Carson Wentz, though, what do you think of him as a quarterback? He's just at the Colts. They turfed him. They've got him, Matty Ryan. We'll talk about them later. But now he goes to Washington.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that. Like they've got. They've sort of got the makings of a good team, but it might take them a year or two. Like Carson Wentz, a lot rests on his shoulders. Antonio Gibson is a good running back. You know, Terry McLaurin, wide receiver. Chase Young, hopefully, for them, has a good year and, you know, it's, plays up to the um, what people expect of him. But again, you know, we sort of talk about this is a division where we're not sure yet about the Cowboys and Eagles, like I'm high on the Cowboys. I think the lower teams in these divisions will improve because Giants were poor last year, and I mean Washington were okay, but you know they're in a poor division too.
0: So, but I think the Cowboys win this division. I like it. I like it. Just on that, Robinson got shot last week. The running back, the uh, rookie running back for Washington. Terrible news. It was so good to see him delivering the Oreo snacks. He's coming into training to do the rookie duties, which is great. Spirits are high, but Gee, mate- well, they
1: moved on from the Dunkin' Donuts.
0: Yeah. yeah that oh, the, was the Dunkin' Donuts. Is that the go to, was it? When I was a rookie, I was 31. <laughs> had to go
1: through the Dunkin' Donuts drive through to pick up uh, two dozen donuts every, every morning. <laughs> every morning. Yeah. And then it was so that was the first year, and the second year, Krispy Kreme's became oh, a thing. Oh, that would have been gross. Oh, mate. Because it- in Australia, when you go and get a donut, you buy one. In America, you go
0: and buy a box. (laughs) Like, it's unbelievable. You you can see why they they beef up a little bit. But in your time playing NFL, did you see any other serious incidents like this? Like when, I just, you know, NFL player, injury list shot. You know, you've kind of put these athletes on a pedestal. Did you ever see anyone have any of this off-field stuff in your team or in other teams? And what was it like?
1: No, not really, Tommy. I think um, recently there's been... Bigger headlines, like last preseason oh. what happened to the Raiders and, I mean, there's some awful things that have happened. Probably um, Sean Taylor, he was shot and killed in his home. Uh, he played for the Washington Redskins Commanders back then. Um, was probably the biggest off-field incident. I mean, there was, you know, there was, um, oh, what was that Giants receiver that took a gun into a nightclub wearing tracksuit pants and shot a hole through his tracksuit pants in the nightclub. Um wow. Because this was this is where I learned about, you know, Australia's very much character over talent. And in America, it's all about talent over character. You know, we've seen it before, you know, Kareem Hunt and all the some domestic violence issues and um so many. But there are so many that get washed under the carpet either because they're not a talented player, so poor character, they just get Rid of him anyway, um, but these high profile guys, I mean, it's hard to escape that you know, like it, he wasn't doing anything wrong, mm. was he? No, nah, that's why he just, just tried, you know, got, yeah, he's got his, his cast car stolen, on, so anyway, but um, good luck, good luck to him. I yeah. hopefully, I got a couple of mates that drafted him, and then that news came through the next day, so they see in the world through this. <laughs> I
0: know, oh, they see the fantasy. Well, Gibson's the uh, yeah, he's been turf, but it's gonna be interesting to do, see what they do. At Washington, I like Dallas as well. I'm glad you did that. I'm a bit nervous about the Eagles with their movement. I hope Dallas can uh, – just on Dallas, do you think their defence is going to go through the roof and their offence will be kind of similar or you see it all just going up?
1: I think if we, if we see a marginal improvement by the defence, Trayvon Diggs had a fantastic year last year. As I said, Micah Parsons, I think, will win the defensive fight of the year. Live right here. But the, uh, the offence, I think, is where they – where they get it done, even without Amari Cooper. He was okay last year. Mm. I mean, I I don't – I question the decision to let him go when they're right in the sweet spot, especially in that division.
0: Uh, but I still think they've got enough talent on offense. Love it. We head to the NFC at North. Now, this is interesting. Green Bay Packers, they're $1. fifty. Minnesota Vikings, three fifty. Detroit Lions, your old mob, $10. And then Chicago Bears, $13. Let's start at the top. Green Bay Packers – now there's been a lot of movement. Where do I start with this? Do does the, does Green Bay Packers find a way, or are you concerned like I am without their wide receivers? But okay, how many players have they really lost? Devonte Adams and MVS, two main ones for me. MVS, deep threat at the back, replaceable tick. But who else they got? Okay, they
1: lost Devonte Adams. I still think the Packers are too short from a Super Bowl market perspective, but they're not going to be as bad as some people think they're going to be because they lost one player. It's like saying the Kansas City Chiefs are going to take a nosedive because they
0: lost Tyreek Hill. But they got... Yeah, but they did get a couple. Juju Smith, Shuster, they got MVS.
1: The Packers are going to be just fine. The Packers are just going to... They're going to be just fine because they've got Aaron Rodgers. Now, I thought the Packers... Picked him last year because if it was going to be a swan song out of Green Bay and he was going to and, – and they couldn't quite get it done, this is going to be a tougher division for them. And I still think they'll win the division, um, but it's going to be very, very close between them and the Vikings. I think the Vikings are ready. Um, they've got – I mean, yes, Kirk Cousins, there's question marks on Kirk Cousins and, you know, they've got the new coaching, Kevin – O'Connell, which had to happen. But it'll be interesting to see how their game plan looks. Like Delvin Cork, if he stays healthy, is a star. star. Their wide receiver core is you know, top three in the NFL. Their defense has always been good. So they're the Smokies in in the north for me. But I don't understand why the, the people are so down on the Packers because they lost to one player. I think Aaron Rodgers has got the smarts and the skills to be able to manage his way through that, they got great running backs. Um, it'll be close, but
0: I, I, I'm not worried about the Packers at all. Tough place to play, Lambo, it is. But I'm just concerned how they're gonna. I know you're gonna grind it out, but when you got Minnesota Vikings, who I believe I'd rather have a little bit of a dabble on them over the Packers in this division because of what you just said, their offense and their defense. It's better. Their quarterback's questionable. You know, you got question marks on it. So, but so this is this is where. The quarterback conversation
1: is interesting. There are some teams that can cater for a lesser talented quarterback because they know how to manage a game. Some teams rely on a highly skilled, smart quarterback like the Packers. I mean, if you put the Packers in the Vikings lineup, so if you put Rodgers in the Vikings offense. I'd be ready to go. Mate, they'd be a dollar four. Yeah. But you put Kirk Cousins in the Packers' outfit, They'd be 25 to win the division. So this is where Aaron Rodgers is key and he always has been. But they played some good football over the last couple of years when Devontae Adams wasn't playing. So I, I don't think the loss of
0: Devontae Adams is going to hurt the Packers as much as people think. I love it. I still think the Vikings... Uh, oh, look, it's a hard one. I wouldn't really touch it. I wouldn't be confident. But just on the Packers, okay, they've lost Adams. You don't really mind MVS going. Where's the ball going to go, great man? Who are they throwing it to? The lizard, Lazard? Is Lazard going to be the man? Tonyan's coming back. Is he? Gonna, who's going to get all the targets now? Or do you think they're going to run the ball more? They do have some good running backs, like you said.
1: They do. This is the thing about you've got these elite players in the NFL, a very small group of elite players, and then... The gap to the rest of, like, let's say a wide receiver core from, you know, if we're talking from a league perspective, from 30 to 100, you throw a blanket over them. Yeah. So they're all the same. Like, they're they're running, their 40s are like 4.32 compared to 4.34. They're route running, you know, they're all very, very talented athletes. So- it's, most of it's up here with their ability to retain information and to execute a route or adjust accordingly, and that comes down with the relationship between a quarterback and a wide receiver. So just because there's no big names on their roster, and it doesn't matter whatever team or whatever, there are a lot of players that know how to play their role. And with Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones, I think their defense will improve I think I think they'll be
0: okay. I like it. I like the way you've broken it down. I forgot about Sammy Watkins just on the wide receivers because people are going to take someone they think oh, Aaron has to throw it to someone yes, they're going to run the ball, but would you take Watkins or Lazard first? Well, I'd take Watkins
1: as as uh inconsistent as he's been during his career after he was you know after he was drafted. He had a great rookie season um but I'll take, I'll take Watkins. He's a, he's a big – I mean, he was one of my favourite wide receivers in college, um, coming out of college just because of the size and the speed. So he, he's not Devonta Adams, but he'll play a role. And Rodgers will make him look good.
0: Oh, right, that's great. We with haven't that, touched on we haven't touched on Chicago. We I feel like we well, need we to talk really about Vikings. So, so you're going Vikings, gre- Yep. So you're locking in Green Bay Packers for that division. Oh, we're talking. I'm talking. But it's not a lock. It's just like it's going to be very difficult. I'm talking ten wins, nine wins. Like it could go either way. Yeah. Well, the guess I think they're playing each other round one, mm. week one. I should say in NFL mm. terms. And I'll go with the Vikings. Love it. Well, I've I've tipped the Vikings in me divisional. I, you know all up and I just on the all up. I just can't see the dollar. The dollar fifty. If it was two dollars, maybe. Yeah, but dollar fifty is too short without Devontae. Now, Detroit Lions and Chicago Bears. Have you watched Hard Knocks? Yes, I haven't seen it yet. I've been banking it up because I binge. What have you loved?
1: Well, I love the inside. I loved other people, other NFL fans that have never been or understand what an NFL environment looks like, what it's like in the meeting room, what it's like out at training. The band, you know, it's 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 an insight. Now, some people will think that. It's more professional, or, or you know, didn't think it was as cutthroat as it was because we haven't really got to the cuts yet, the major cuts. Like we learn the backstory of a lot of free agents and um, and some play. But I mean, I, I Detroit are a team that you can't not like. Like they've all perennially been a bad football team. Oh, and sixteen. I mean, when I played for Detroit, we played in the playoffs for the first time in, oh, I don't even know how many years. Like it was like the city came alive. They couldn't believe it that they had a successful football team. So I've got a soft spot for him. I love Dan Campbell. Um, I love what he's trying to bring, his energy. And, you know, he was a tight end that was a defensive coach that he's just full of mongrel. Yeah. And the players, you know they're going to play for him. Um, You know, Jared Goff is a good quarterback – there's a lot of knocks on him because he's, you know, he's not a superstar, but he's a guy that can manage a football team and they're starting to put the pieces together. They came on at the end of last year. A couple of players stood out and they'll come on again. They've got good running backs. Um, Hawkinson is a...
0: You love that man. <laughs> you, said, you, you, you were on him last year, and yeah. he had a good year. Yeah. Well, I'll, yeah. He let me down on a couple of occasions. Um, will he keep going
1: up though. Tight yes, end. absolutely. He will. He's the top. He's the type of tight end a quarterback like Jared Goff needs. They're like a security blanket. You know, when the depends on what coverage the DBs are playing, whether it's single high or quarters or man on man, you need a smart quarterback to find where. The gaps are. Who's going to be free? Who's going to be free on the fourth read? Like, not open. Wrong route. Covered. Open. These decisions are made like this. They'll be all right. They'll have a better season than they did last year. They'll win more games than they did last year. Uh, I'm worried about the Bears.
0: Oh, yeah, well... Well, I love Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah, he's good, and they, and I, I think I read a I read something yesterday where next year they're going to have the largest cap space times. They're going to have like a hundred million or something. It's just ridiculous. So they it looks like they're going. Let's see how good this guy is. If he is good, let's just load up and stack our wide receivers and DBs and all the rest of it. So I can't but, but see they're... them winning many games. The Bears they've lost. They've I... lost a bit. They've lost Robinson on wide receiver. But uh, yeah, so. And who would they lose on defense? They went to the, ch- um, the Chargers. I forgot his name. Mac, Khalil Mack. Yeah, that's they it. Lost Khalil.
1: Jimmy Graham. Yeah, Marquise Goodwin, Alan Robinson, Damian. Weir. Like, but they're in. Like, they brought in Tra- Trevor Simeon as like their backup quarterback. Nathan Peterman from the Bills, another backup quarterback. Byron Pringle, who was you speedster, know, couldn't get a game the Chiefs. And um, you know Ryan Griffin the. Tight end. You know, they got a new coach. They got a young quarterback they a young quarterback. David Montgomery's I like him. Yeah, I did too, but until he got injured and then he was inconsistent. I'm
0: worried about the Bears. Yeah, let's move on from them because that's yeah, we we talk all day about these teams. But let's save our energy for the NFC South. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at a dollar thirty five, New Orleans Saints four fifty, Carolina Panthers eleven dollars, and Atlanta Falcons at twenty six dollars. Let's start at the top. Talk about the GOAT. There's yeah. been a few articles coming out about we're not gonna speculate, we're all positivity here. Mate, he but can do
1: whatever he wants. No one should question if he wants some time off for whatever reason. Let him go. Exactly right. He retired at the start of the year. He's allowed to retire and then come back. He's allowed to take 11 days off and come back. Get out of his pocket. I'm a massive fan of Tom Brady. I'm, I've said it before and I've said it. I'll say it again. I'm an unashamed Tom Brady fan. I've got a man
0: crush on Tom Brady. If I was reinvented at any point in time, I want to come back as Tom Brady. (laughs) Oh, I think everyone does, mate, to be honest. (laughs) Now, just being a former NFL player, he's left training camp for 10 or 11 days, right? Now, he's the best we've ever seen. But does that impact chemistry with his new wide receivers? Or because he's so good, it doesn't matter? It won't matter. It won't matter. It won't matter. So they are fine.
1: He would be the most prepared football player in any sport, in any country, ever. ever. <laughs> I like that. And it's good confidence for their fans. You know, Bill Belichick's biggest challenge in his career
0: was being one step ahead of Tom Brady. Do you reckon that's why they clashed? Well, Did they clash? Wow, well, I don't know. It looks like they don't have the healthiest relationship from the outside. Oh, you look him. back on both their careers, sure they clashed. Yeah.
1: But, wow, I'd love to clash and have that success. Yeah, I think we all would.
0: <laughs> now, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at $1.35. Too short. Too short. And New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. They're the two here, clearly. I am a bit worried about Tampa Bay. Gronk out. Godwin injured, coming back. Julio Jones picked up at wide receiver, which I love for fantasy deep league. You pick him up because I think Tom will throw him the ball. If
1: he, if he gets a
0: look. Yeah, well, Evans is going to be getting a look. He's getting on. Who's lose Low speed. Yeah, I know. But is he smart enough to just get the cheeky little? You know, have you seen the smokes? size of
1: these DBs lately. So you don't. You don't think he can play anymore? No, no. I think he'll be a bit part player. It'll be handy if he gets a cup They get a couple of injuries. Well, they don't have a lot to throw. to. They're not going to gonna win the Super Bowl because of Julio Jones. No, I know that. You're They're not even going to win the division with Julio Jones
0: and because of Julio Jones. Yeah, I know that. So who? who how, why are they a dollar thirty It'd be my question because Tom Brady's their quarterback. That's literally it, yep, okay, let's go to the Saints at 450. Well so I wrote I, I was prepared to write the bucks off last
1: year. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that they would win their division. Now they did and they made the playoffs, but they didn't win the Super Bowl. Um, I think that people are overrating Leonard Fournette. overrating. Like, it was a discard at Jacksonville pretty much. <laughs> a bit harsh on it. Wow. Mike Evans I love. Yeah. I just think there's always a time and a tipping point. And I don't know whether it's going to be Todd Bowles as a new coach, because Bruce Arians was a he he may not have been the smartest NFL coach going around, but the players loved him. He had a swagger, he you know, he almost you know, here Tom, do what you want. He's the uncle Charlie. they said, yeah. Todd Bowles is not like that. A little bit different. So I'm it's a pity that it's not a stronger division for so long. It's been the weakest division in the NFL. It's a pity. It's not a stronger division. So someone else, they'll probably still win the division, but not as dominantly as they have in the past. Um, there's a lot of smokies in, in this division. And really it's the hardest division to, um, to read. I I do like the saints, but if, if the saints played to their potential, they will win the division because Jameis Winston Like, you remember that year when he threw like 45 touchdowns but also threw 35 interceptions? Yeah. If he can – if he throws 35 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, they're going to be really competitive. Elvin Kamara was a star, but this is what happens with running backs. They get injured and other defences work them out and, you know, but he needs to have a really good year. And Michael Thomas is like a new recruit. So I I like – hard to read but I like where the Saints are at um, I know it's going to be a different looking team as far as the playbook and the game plan because Sean Payton's not there anymore and Dennis Helen's taken over but I think they'll you know, you've got to remember they beat the Bucks twice last year they've too got the wood so, on, they've got the wood over them yeah so I reckon um, I reckon the Saints are the Smokies in, in that division um, but it's going to be close again this is what's so great is that But I just think they're too short.
0: With Tom Brady, with what's going off field, like you said, he wants to have a break, right? He's got family, family comes first. I just, I'm a bit concerned with what I've seen. You know, he's only my age. Yeah, I know. He's three years younger than you. He's a beast. (laughs) 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 I've worked it out because I asked you earlier. But that's, you know what I mean? Like, what if he gets, what if he does get injured? What if they do get to him and get him and he's out for a month? Like, uh, that's what I mean. They get into the backup then all of a sudden they've just turned themselves You can into- say that about any- I know, anybody. I know.
1: I just feel but like- But you know what's fascinating? In terms of that division, they've got the easiest schedule in that division. They've got the seventh easiest schedule, the Buccaneers, out of anybody. What do the Saints got? The Saints, the New Orleans Saints, uh,
0: they are ninth. So they, they've got a pretty easy schedule as well. Look, I'm- I'm going to take the New Orleans Saints personally due to the the value. I got Juice Landry that we haven't spoken about on offense. They got Tyron Matthew at, at um he, he's joining them from the from the Chiefs. I just think yeah, that so my um I just think the Saints are a good value. Chris Olave, Chris Olave, the rookie wide receiver. Yeah, going to be a star. So they've got a few weapons there, mate.
1: Yeah, but so we're talking about weapons, and this is Atlanta Falcons. Drake London, Cole Pitts. I mean. Corderell Patterson was at a breakout year last year, but they're not sure you know where he's going to play. He's not Yadibo Samuel, but he is a bit of a Swiss army knife. Um, Again, if Marcus Mariota, or who Desmond Ritter, if he comes on later on in the year, if they can manage that offence, I, I think they'll be, I, I think that the, they're a team that they will break a lot of hearts in terms of the pick, you know, the tipping competition, or you know, fantasy players will just bob up one week and then bomb the next. Yeah. Like it, they're going to be hard to read, um, but you know, what they finish last year, third in the division with a seven and
0: ten record. And, you know, they'll be thereabouts again, but they're building. They slowly. are building. They're building. I like the weapons they've got. Let's we'll skip Carolina Panthers now. Baker Mayfield is going to be the starting quarterback, I believe. Yeah. Do you rate Good move? Do you rate him by the way? Well. Do I rate him? Um, So when you
1: talk about the Cleveland Browns last year, again, they had all the tools if Baker Mayfield could learn how to manage a a game. When he doesn't think that it has to be him. So it's not just him when they win, but it's him when they lose. So he needs to change his mindset, and I think he will because he loved Cleveland, and it hurt him that he had to go, and he was on the market for a long time before the Panthers picked him up. And then he went into competition against Sam Darnold, who's not a bad quarterback, but now he's got his opportunity. He's got Christian McCaffrey back, which Sam Darnold didn't have last year. He got him. Sam Darnold was leading the league in rushing touchdowns oh, after no. about
0: week four. He was, our,
1: he was killing our multis in our fantasy leagues. So, you know, Christian McCaffrey comes back, you know, He'll be supported by Chubba Hubbard and Jonathan Freeman. Like, they're, again, running back by committee, but you can't overuse Christian McCaffrey. But you can use him in different ways. And they've got a decent wide receiver core. And when reason we know that is because they're always on the waiver wire. Oh, so you Robbie Anderson gives me nightmares. <laughs> Robbie Anderson, mate. DJ Moore, Terence Marshall, Rashad Higgins. Like, they, they're a decent core, but it all depends on Baker Mayfield and the fitness of... Of uh, C- Christian Mark. McCaffrey.
0: Just mm-hmm. on that, because we're talking fantasy. Pick one in everyone's fantasy league. Call it half PPR. We'll call it, there's obviously standard half PPR and PPR. Let's go half PPR, right? Points per reception for those that don't understand what that means. Do you take Jonathan Taylor at one or Christian McCaffrey? Oh, or Derek oh. Henry? Wh- who is the player that you would take with pick one for those out there that haven't drafted?
1: it's a silly question it's a no brainer
0: it's jonathan taylor every day of the week and is that because he's he's going to be more consistent durable and he's a beast cuz yeah. christian mccaffrey's probably got more upside doesn't he yeah but he's
1: had a year on the sideline he's been injured you don't know what that looks like it's a speculative if someone was to take him number 1 you know you're either a panthers fan
0: or he helped you win the league 2 years ago I like it, I like, and you're right because people think about what he's done and this new bloke coming it's up. It's a
1: little same with Derrick Henry, um, you know. It, if you're drafting and you've got about pick four or five, and you're weighing up between, you know, a, a Derrick Henry and even a Christian McCaffrey, um, an Austin Eckler, like you like, do you go with what you know, or do you go with what they've produced previously, or are they healthy enough, or you know, do I go completely different? Do I Bring a Jamar Chase or, you know, someone that is young, durable, and you know that they're going to produce because they've got a good quarterback. It's a tough, you know, you you could have the same league and have 10 drafts and have 10 different teams completely just the way you're trying to manage it out. But I'd love to
0: have a fantasy episode and just talk about fantasy strategy. It, well, it's that's the thing, because the pick one is traditionally a curse in majority of the leagues I've been involved in. And I don't think JT at pick one should be a curse. So I'm hoping that, you know, most – I mean, I took him the other night with pick one. I was lucky enough with my mates to get a big shout out to the Mugs Fantasy League, but we, I've taken him so with the, one. So
1: do you go, just real briefly before we move on to the AFC, do you go like running back one and then, oh, I might get, get a best wide receiver here and then – like, do you sort of mix it
0: up, or do you go? No, I want to consolidate me running backs because yeah, they're 100%, they're hundred percent. I, I just think the running backs just go straight away. So if you got anything in the first round in the front half, so you're one to six, I'm taking a running back. If you're on the turn again, you can you get you get the luxury because you got the snake that comes back. But with pick one, I'd be taking and one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm taking a running back because by the time it comes back. You've got tier three, tier four running backs, and I want a gun. I need someone I can back in every week that's going to be winning football games so and that's going to get key, touchdowns. So that's
1: right? So that's a high – you've got a high pick, you're going to running back first. See, last year in, in our league, I'd pick 11, and, a, and all the good running backs were taken. So I'm like speculating now on a an injured kind of – is it going to be a Saquon Barkley or an Ezekiel – You know, or, or it, do I just take the best wide receiver? Go bang, bang. So in the Snake, I had 11 and 14, and I took Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill, and I felt like that was a massive win, and then I relied on the waiver wire to get my running backs to see who was playing well, who was getting the carries, who was about to break out. That's why Ramondae Stevenson – got me you know, into, into the playoffs down the track. But it is, it's a its a—it's—it's a fantastic, jeez, I love fantasy. We should have our own podcast just on fantasy. Oh, mate, anyway, let's to go. go to the, let's go go to the to AFC. Go let's are. go to
0: the AFC. Righto, AFC. I've got a hat for you. Big shout out to Caps. I'd love you to put this on. It is the Raiders hat, mate. I know you love NFL, so I'm going to make you wear the Raiders hat. Big shout out to Caps. If you, if anyone out there needs some NFL kit, you know, want to look like me, head online at caps.com.au and use the discount code ACEs or head into their stores. They've got the best stores in Australia. Mate, I know you love... NFL, I thought, that's a beautiful hat. The Raiders are a beautiful team. Do I have to wear it backwards? Yeah, wear it backwards. On the aces, we wear it backwards. Wear it like your own. Wear it how you want it, mate. You are the NFL king. This is the this is the best division. This is the best division right here. AFC West. You don't rate the hat. You don't rate it. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on just for... I'll read out the names and the prices. Kansas City Chiefs at $2.50. Los Angeles Chargers at 325. Denver Broncos at 365. Let's ride. And then Las Vegas Raiders at 750. 750 for the Raiders. This is going to be hot, red hot. Start with the Chiefs, (laughs) mate. I'm that excited because I can't – well, I do know who I like in this one, but anyone could win it. What do you think of Kansas City Chiefs? They've lost Tyreek Hill. Talk to me. Okay. So they lost Tyreek
1: Hill. Similar to the Packers. Just because they've lost one player, doesn't mean that the Chiefs are going to fall off the cliff. They're still going to be a good football team. Yep, hundred percent. They got the one of the best quarterbacks. They got the best tight end. Tied they got one of the best quarterbacks. They got a, a running back uh, room that's got a little bit of all sorts, depending on the down, the distance, and the the defense. Um, they got the hardest division as far as strength of schedule. <clears throat> they've got the hardest schedule. In the NFL. The Chiefs. The Chiefs. Good to know. This is great knowledge from the King. Uh, but as I said, tough division because the um, Chargers have got the third hardest schedule. So I think that's the one of the reasons why they're um, least favoured in this division. But I love what they did at the end of last year. I love Derek Carr. See, he's, he's one that I will reach in fantasy because he has done great things for me in the past. Shout out to you, Derek. Um, <laughs> the fact that they've got Devontae Adams, right? There's another point. They, they've got, they've had their issues, but I think I think Josh McDaniel is going to be a great NFL coach. Why is that? He's worked with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick for the majority of his life. So what are we going to see? If Darren Waller can stay healthy, they're they're going to give us everything they've got. This is the Raiders' opportunity. This year, I think. Um, I don't think that they'll finish bottom of the division. I don't think that they'll win the division. What they go last year, seven, um, ten, 10 and 7. Finish second in the
0: division. It's a good year. Mm. They're going to expect more than that. And they didn't give the coach their gig. So they obviously must rate. <coughs> they cause... did have massive issues last year. Oh, mate. Um, did they off-field, off car accidents? Um, so, yes, the
1: Chiefs finished first, 12 and 5. We sort of know what they're going to get with a tough schedule. Um, I think the loss of Tyreek Hill will hurt them more than Devonta Adams leaving the Packers because of they're in a, a tougher division. Um, the Broncos, now they're going to be really interesting watch oh, this year because I rated them they, – they're, they're a great football team without the quarterback that they need. To take them back to the playoffs. Now they've got a, I think, a great quarterback. Like people call him no votes. Well, you know, he doesn't get votes. He's been in the MVP running, but doesn't get a lot of votes. People don't rate him as much as I think they should. Yes, he's getting a bit older, but now he's got. A football team with all the makings to be a oh, good football team. It's got weapons everywhere. So they're going to be a team, I think, that'll be they'll splutter through the first half of the season until they really, they'll have a couple of big wins and then they'll have a couple of bad losses. They could be anything, but then they might just miss out on the playoffs. But it's going to be a tough division. But um, we talked about the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Broncos.
0: But I think the I think the Chargers are going to win the lot. I love it. I love what you just said and tell everyone why. What have they done this offseason?
1: Well, I, I don't know what they've done. I haven't been in there their training. they and paid their defense. Oh, sorry, you're talking about... Yes, yes so, that's what I mean. Sorry, their I'm team. I'm talking...
0: Yeah. So,
1: it takes three phases in a game of football, right? They've got one of the better special teams units anyway. On defense, they've bolstered their defense. It There were some question marks on them last year and A reason why they lost a couple of games. But their offense, Justin Herbert, he's going to have. If last year wasn't a breakout year, this year he's going to
0: explode. (laughs) Sorry, I was going to swear. Oh, it's all right. You can swear if you want. No, but
1: I don't. (laughs) I think he's going to explode. And Austin
0: Eckler is a. Hang on to cut you off. MVP talk right now. Would you have a little dabble on him? Um, he, well,
1: I've already declared that he's going to be the MVP Super Bowl MVP. There we go. You heard it here first. <laughs> And I
0: and there's there's no reason why I he haven't can't. picked him for the
1: MVP of the season. But he's the reason why the Chargers will win the division and will win the AFC. Oh, I love it. I love <laughs> now, it. Now I don't I don't subscribe to success is deemed on one player. Performance. They've got a good football team. They've got good defense. They've got good running backs. They've got good wide receivers. Their tight ends. I don't know if Justin Herbert needs to rely on his tight ends as much as other quarterbacks. He's got a cannon. He can throw a ball into a tight window. Like I know we say Patrick Mahomes and you know Aaron Rodgers, but he's scratching on the prime of his of his career and he's so young young big strong fast accurate smart yeah Ta- like he's tall at 6-6 like he's yeah. just he's a monster of a kid um he's been in the system long enough now he i think they're well coached by Brandon Staley he's been in under his reign now f- for enough time to take that next step yeah, I'm high on the charges as, oh, I love as, it. as much as you know. Like we talk about um, a tough division, but I think they've got. If they can get through the AFC West, I mean the AFC is far a tougher conference than the NFC. Um, so if you if you can win your division, put yourself right up there to look at the MV at the AFC. Yeah, that's where I think they'll be. Yeah,
0: it's going to be exciting. Like we said, we got Patrick Mahomes. Herbert, you know, the man that just got paid, Russell Wilson, and then Derek Carr. They're four great quarterbacks. So there you go. I like it. I, I'm the same as you, mate. I think it's charges are my value uh bet of the year. Uh we'll get to their odds later. And there's another team. We'll talk about, I think Bills will be right up there, but we'll get to them in a minute. Now here's the AFC South. The Colts at $1.80, Tennessee Titans at $2.50. And then you got the Jacksonville Jaguars at $8 and Houston Texans. Houston, we have a problem at $29. It's pretty much a two-horse race. Let's start with the Colts. We just spoke about the best running back in the game, who you'd take pick one in fantasy. Matty Ryan goes there. For, I'll start. The, I know you're, you're the expert, but I just want to put my me, uh, me opinion forward. I think this is the biggest lock of the year is the Colts to win this division personally. I'll let you take over.
1: No, I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree. Um, They still have to prove it. Like, I think Matt Ryan has been an underrated quarterback. Like, I don't like those conversations when he's been such a great player in the NFL and he's had enough success to be worthy of an esteemed career. But they talk about him, oh, he won't make the Hall of Fame. Like, look at his numbers. He has been the reason why the Falcons have been so successful over a long period of time. Yeah, he got a bit older and then he lost some weapons and I think this is perfect for Matt Ryan. Swan Song, one or two years, Twilight, whatever you want to call it. But I think if you're a quarterback with his ability and his experience goes to a team with the best running back in the league and they've got some weapons on offense, like... I mean, Mo Ali Cox might not be a world beater from a tight end
0: perspective, but he's a big man, and he gives him an out. Michael Pittman Jr. He's going to be a star. Star. He's the one that's going to pop this year. You are going to see him pop. To so the next my level.
1: Fa- fantasy last year: Chase first pick, Hill second pick, Pittman th- fourth pick. You know, so my wide receiver room is brilliant. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, 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 I agree. I agree. I think that. Um, it's going to be, I think, I I don't like calling it a lock, but if you had to pick one, they would be the team that I would pick to win their division. Um, the Tennessee Titans seem like they're just jogging on the spot. Mm. Like they've, they've almost, you wonder whether they've had their chance and they haven't really taken it. Like you remember, they were dominant last year. Dominant for most of the year. Derek and, Hill gets. Oh, Derek Hill. Henry gets injured, and, and then, you know, I've always asked the question that Ryan Tannehill is a hard quarterback to trust. Um, but you know, they lose a couple of players, and did they bring any real players in? I mean, they drafted Traylon Burks in the first round, so he he might give them something. He's been good in the preseason, so they they won't win twelve games this year, oh. but they're. Um, They're really um, the only team that could probably push the Colts. But in saying that, I know Houston are going to be a basket case, unfortunately. Um, There's always one. But it's the Jaguars, though, that they're a bit like the Broncos. Like they're they're starting to put pieces of the puzzle together.
0: They, They could be a problem, Mm. for a lot of teams this year. Well, I was going to start. Do you see them, I mean, they've paid Christian Kirk a lot of money, the Jaguars. they got a gun quarterback, you know, that's got a new coach now. Didn't have a great year last year, but he was pick one for a reason. Do they do what Joe Burrow did maybe and just surprise everyone?
1: Uh, not this year.
0: Maybe next year.
1: Yeah. Give them time. Yeah. Give them time. Doug Peterson is a, he's a good coach. Super Bowl winning coach, like he knows what he's doing. Like you remember Trevor Lawrence has come out of college winning 97% of his games and he wins three games last year and they had a bad situation with their coach and some um, injuries to key playmakers. Like, you know, he's going to be fine. Um. Travis Etienne Jr. is going to be fine. James Robinson, you know, he was a good quarterback, shouldered the load for a lot of the year. Um, They've got some – they've got those – their wide receiver room without a superstar because you've got to pay someone. You still have to pay, you know. They've got all their wide receivers alike in that next tier. So, you know, their success will come from which ones are going to stand up. But hard offense to match up on. Mm. You're playing – Five six DBs when you're playing against them because who knows how they're going to line up. I'm I'm going to be interested to watch
0: the Jaguars this year. Yeah, I think you think you're right. It's going to be exciting. The Titans have got Derrick Henry running back. They've lost AJ Brown. They've lost Woods. They've lost Julio Jones. I know you said they're not well better. Josh beaters.
1: Reynolds, Anthony Ferreira.
0: So they've got a whole new room. So I just see this as being a huge standout opportunity for Colts. But you know what, all they are, what like
1: I know they lost AJ Brown. He's he's not his top five. And Burks is meant to two. be the next AJ Brown. Yeah, but Brown. When the people they got rid of though, it's like, it's it's the management at the Titans looked at their tree, and there was some green shoots at one point, and then there was some beautiful flowers at
0: others, and then there was a whole bunch of dead wood. They just they just cutting it back. They're going to run the ball though. Is that what you're saying? As well like they've obviously cut it up open up some space but for the cap but this year you'd expect them just to run the ball yeah like who are they going to throw the ball to no they're, they're, what I'm saying is don't
1: put all your focus on the top tier of wide receivers when you say who you're going to throw the ball to it's not going to be Tommy Sheridan it's not going to be Ben Graham <laughs> these wide receivers if they weren't playing NFL they'd be Olympic athletes. They are still fast as they got great hands. They run great routes. They just haven't had an opportunity yet. How many players do we see break out in the NFL that weren't first, second round draft picks? Mm.
0: You just need the right situation. So we might see a little, you know, a little gem. Absolutely. Well, there you go. I like it. I like it. It's good insight. Let's move on to the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills at $1.45, Miami Dolphins at $5, New England Patriots at $6, and New York Jets, your old mob, at $23. Buffalo Bills, can they win it? And will they win it? The whole thing? Yeah. Oh, well, I think it'll be the Chargers, Bills, in the AFC Championship game. I think you're spot on. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, no, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> they're, they're the two teams I've tipped to win the Super Bowl. And one's a seventeen dollars, and the other one's about six dollars. So I yeah, know we yeah. no, the
1: bills. So I was high on the bills last year. I had um, bills Packers most of the season last year. They they died off a little bit towards the end. Josh Allen is close to my favorite player in the NFL. Um, I've seen him through a fantasy lens. I've seen him grow and develop. I've seen him win games on his own back. I've seen him manage games where he's need to. Um, tough place to play Buffalo, but I think
0: they've got all the makings that this could be the year. Love it. Miami Dolphins have had some, you know, as you said, Tyreek Hill's joined. They got Chase Edmonds at running back. They've got another bloke at running back. I've just lost my trailer thought. Moster- well, Miles
1: Gaskin Moster- um, left. But Raheem, Mostert, Raheem came Mostert from the Forty Nineers, Sonny Michelle, um, was an interesting. He was released from the Dolphins. I mean, it's a crowded running
0: back room. Yeah. Um, for the but for it's a salary cap for the issue. fantasy uh, fans out there. You've got Jalen Wardle and you've got the great man, the cheater, Tyreek Hill. Obviously, Hill would probably go earlier in the fantasy drafts. Which player do you see getting more market share from the quarterback, and who will attract the most? You know, I guess who's going to be the defense is going to be putting their, you know, a lot of time into all of them. But do you think they're going to be putting more time into Tyreek Hill? That therefore Waddle has a bigger year, or how are you splitting it up? Right. So let's let's start with Tua
1: Tagovailoa. Right. He he may not throw the ball downfield as much as other quarterbacks, but his completion rate is one of the highest in the NFL. So they're both going to get their share of looks. The defenses know what Tyreek Hill does, and I can hear every opposition coach in the NFL when they're playing the Miami Dolphins, don't get beaten with what you know, all right? They will say, let's take care of Tyreek Hill, let's take care of Jaden Waddle. let Tua beat us through the air, because they know that he hasn't got it yet. Now, he might develop, he might have been developing in the offseason to more strings to the bow and and all the rest of it. But when you're coming up against the Dolphins, you'll see double coverage. You'll see inside coverage where the only deep route he can run is to the sideline. where They know that Tua can't throw that 40, 50-yard ball to the sideline. So Tyreek Hill's going to have to get a lot of work in and under, almost like a slot receiver where he's, not, he's used to go routes, nine routes, like deep posts. Jalen Waddle will get as many looks as him because Jaden Waddle is built for that type of ball. So they're, they're the team in the AFC East, and there's always one. We can say well, this is going to win, this is going to feel be on the bottom. We're not sure about this one. But Miami, I'm liking what they're doing. I'm going to really watch them closely. Tua does not have to win the game off his own shoulder. He's got enough weapons now. He's got a good running back room. He's got plenty of... Weapons at wide receiver. Uh, Mike Geseki is an underrated tight end. So it's whether they'll be in those, like, you know, thirty-five to thirty-two type games. A lot of their wins will come because of what their defense does. So, you know, um, they're they're a
0: they're an exciting prospect. If you're a Dolphins fan, Regan Regan Bayless, our man Regan Bayless, (laughs) you're looking forward to the next couple of years. He always sends the dolphin emoji in on the Monday morning, doesn't he? So. Yeah, it's exciting. Bills are at the top, Um, but yeah, Dolphins are going to be so much fun to watch. Patriots and the Jets, uh, just a quick one on them too before we keep moving through. The Patriots, what do you see them finishing this year? Yeah, I think they overachieved
1: last year, finished second in the division with 10 wins. I do like Mac Jones, um, but yeah, they're almost rebuilding phase, like I don't, I I see them struggling this year. Yeah. I actually think the
0: Jets will have a better year than them. There you go. We've heard it here first. But what about the quarterback play? He's a bit banged up. Joe Flacco might be starting. Yeah, but that's what? For how many games? I'm not sure. Yeah. So,
1: I I mean, Zach Wilson, uh, I actually like what Mike Davis, Mike White did. Mike White. Yeah, he's a man, mate. But they're building, though. Like, Brees Hall's going to be a good running back. They've got some good... You know, running backs in there. They've got some young, speedy. Oh, Elijah wide Moore. Res- Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, Braxton Berrios, Denzel Mims. Like, he was a high draft pick last year. Like, they've they've got some talent in their wide receivers. room. up sauce there. on
0: defense. Just come out with his own Gee. hot sauce. Robert Sala, defensive-minded. Righto.
1: If we think we've got a young and up-and-coming offense and they need to be supported, you know, time of possession and field position – like let's stock up our defense. I think that they're gonna slowly Yeah, I like it. They slowly work their way up defense first. But when their offense comes together, you know, not yet. They've got to get to the Dolphins first, but eventually mm. you'd like to think that they'll um
0: They're on the right track, challenge. though. They're on the right track. Just like yeah, yeah just yeah, just quiet watch. Here we go. The last one. The AFC North winner. My boys. Lamar Jackson. The Baltimore Ravens at $2.35. We got Cincinnati Bengals at $2.65. Cleveland Browns at $4.50. And Pittsburgh Steelers at $9.50. Talk to me, Benny. Tell me <laughs> tell me it's the Ravens year. They had heartbreak last year with their running backs going down. They still don't look like they're healthy, but they're going to be much healthier than last year. Let's put it that way. Hollywood Brown has gone. So they've, you know, they've they he's gone back to your old mob again, Arizona. Lamar Jackson, he wants that big contract and it hasn't been signed yet. Talk to me. Tell me the Ravens are going to win this. Uh, no, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Tell me why and tell me who's going to beat them. Well, I think the Bengals will.
1: Okay. I think the Bengals. Uh, I think the Bengals may have been before their time last year making the Super Bowl. And let's remember that Super Bowl and how close it was and the play that ended the game with only a minute left – like, we could be talking about them as Super Bowl champs. If they're Super Bowl champs, they're favourites for this division. This, this Lamar Jackson, I mean, I love Lamar Jackson. He, he, I think he was my favourite player two years ago when he was up and about. But this is a football club that relies on Lamar Jackson more than any other team relies on a single player for their success. Now, I'd hated the way that people were hard on him and had a knock on him when it came to playoffs and all the rest of it. I think he's an absolute sensational talent. Um, I'm not sure if these quarterback deals that they're getting at the moment are helping him or hurting him because he wants his guaranteed contract. And we know who received a fully guaranteed contract, but then these other quarterbacks, like. Russell Wilson, two hundred forty-five million with one hundred and sixty-five guaranteed. Like he's looking for the two hundred forty-five million guaranteed. So you just feel like that he knows his worth, but it's too many eggs in one basket with the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. So he'll play well. You know, he might even be in the MVP conversation because how important he is to that team. But if the Cincinnati Bengals can keep Joe Burrow upright, you know, most sack quarterback in the league. Um, and they can take a next step. Like Joe Mixon's a good running back. Mm. They've got some fantastic wide receivers. Oh, geez. Don't get me um, started. You know, defensively, um, they've had some issues, but some of those players have since left, so they've realized their deficiencies there. But oh, I think the Bengals will win. I think the Ravens will still be thereabouts. Um, the fact that they came last in the division last year sort of tells me where they're coming from. Um, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers will struggle a little bit, but that's a rebuilding kind of year. Kenny Pickett will need that year. I hope he sees out the season and develops into a into a good quarterback. Um and the Browns are well who 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 knows um what's gonna happen who does know? with the Browns?
0: If yeah, you're right. I don't like watching the Browns this year unless when Watson is back and he serves his time, I'll be looking forward to watching them. But in the meantime, Old uh, beef brisket made it a quarterback. I don't think. But see, but this is where. Right. Chubb's there. Chubb is there. He can hand it off. But yeah, if they're behind, I just don't have any confidence.
1: Well, but when they were behind with Baker Mayfield and all their weapons, when they were healthy, they they couldn't. They never. They couldn't never. If they, if they were losing at three quarter time, they wouldn't. They couldn't. Mm. Come back. So it's going to be a worse situation there. So I think yeah, they sell the dwellers in the north. Yeah, but I think the Bengals, Bengals win it. Uh, Ravens will be sort of there, but you know, who knows what the
0: Steelers will. I love just. it. I love how you just sum that up for everyone out there. And we're obviously we're going to do one of these shows at the end of the year and see how Benny uh, has <laughs> tracked. We've got to hold the great man accountable. Just some quick fire here. Defensive I want some because we've got to wrap up soon. Defensive player of the year will be. Micah Parsons, Dallas Cowboys. MVP of the normal, of just the season. Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills. Super Bowl winner will be? Los Angeles Chargers. And who will they be playing? The Dallas Cowboys. There you go. Most receiving yards? Now, this is an interesting one. It's a hard one because it's a very tactical, you know, the team has to be probably behind and they also need to be healthy. It's a bit of a risky one, this. Jamar Chase, Cincinnati Bengals. And most rushing yards. Jonathan Taylor, Indianapolis Colts. And I think that's the best market to tackle. I think that's a good one. We go to the fans who have written in. We really appreciate everyone's questions. Now, Josh Geimer has written in, the great man, the chalk man. Can you explain guaranteed contracts? So, for example, Wilson has signed a $245 million contract, $165 guaranteed. Does that mean that he has to hit milestones to get the rest? How does it work? Yes. So That's exactly be- how it works.
1: <clears throat> so the guaranteed portion of a contract is the only thing that matters because the contract's not worth the paper it's written on. The guaranteed portion is the only thing that you're hanging your hat on. So for Russell Wilson, he can bank the $165 million. If he plays out the entirety and hits all of those KPIs that he's got in his contract – he can reach two forty-five. The truth will always be somewhere in between. You sometimes you see um, a contract. You know, let's say a normal kind of contract might be ten million dollars with half a million guaranteed. People read the ten million dollars and think, "Wow, we, wow, look at him go!" But he could be cut after yeah. six months. He only gets the half a million dollars, which is still a lot of money, but it's not the ten million dollars that he could have earned to see out that contract. The These contracts, they're like 2% of NFL players. The rest of them are essentially on minimum. Yeah, it's scary stuff. It's The balance is not. But from a guaranteed money purport, perspective, that's what the players want.
0: Want. And why wouldn't you want it?
1: Because <laughs> Russell Wilson's going to be 42 by the time that seven-year runs out. And I mean, at it, some point last year, it looked like he'd only had a year or two left given how banged up he looked. But, yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question. But what, what I learnt uh, from some of my teammates, because I could never understand, and I love Larry Fitzgerald, one of my favourite teammates of all time. i never forget, I was in the spa with him after training one day, and I asked him a really simple question. Um, Larry, um, they've the Cardinals are offering you um, a one hundred million dollar contract—it's pretty good money, you know. Um, what, what's stopping you from signing? And he said, "Well, the guaranteed portion is one thing, because you you want more of that hundred million guaranteed for security, because your career could end just like that. But the other thing that he said was, it's more than just my responsibility for me signing this contract, because I need to look after the wide receivers of the future." Because if I sign at 100 million, the next guy only gets 105. But if I hold out for my 110, the next guy gets 115. So he had this future vision. So fast forward three years, I'm sitting in a cold tub with Megatron, Kelvin Johnson of the yeah, Detroit Lions. The big boy. And I said, Congratulations. Calvin, like that one hundred and sixty-five million dollar fully guaranteed deal is well deserved, well done. And he goes, "Yes, Ben. Well, I wouldn't have been able to achieve it if it wasn't for Larry Fitzgerald holding out three years ago." That sounds so. Boring. It all played out in real, real time. Like it's the way they think. So, yes, there's a guaranteed portion, but it's the decisions that people make prior to you determine sort of where you sit in the market. It's no different to the draft pick six won't sign until pick five has signed. Because he leverages that contract. Yeah. I gotcha.
0: It's very but it's, if you get risk, if you if you get injured in that time though, that's the risk that you play.
1: Yeah. Well they all sign before training camp because yeah. you want that guaranteed
0: money. Well answered. Thank you. Chalkman. Liam Brassel, are the charges the real deal? Well I think we've already answered that and we've established that they are the real deal. Um, so thank you for writing in. Duncan Johnson has written in. Do you expect to see Kenny Pickett start this season? Yes, and I forgot to ask you. Offensive rookie of the year. Well, it's it's a t- it's a tough one. It really is. Forgot about that. Um, well, I've gone with Chris Alave
1: wow. for the New Orleans Saints. Yep. because I think Jameis Winston's ability to get the ball, like he might throw, you know, a lot of interceptions trying to throw it to Chris Olave, but I think. I think he will turn it on. Yeah, I, I, I'm giving him my best chance I for offensive it. rookie of the year, and then defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, so this is a this is another interesting one. I I know Aiden Hutchinson is going to get a lot of looks. The Detroit Lions picked two from Michigan, um, but I actually preferred Kayvon Thibodeau, New York Giants defensive end. If he, if he can stay healthy. He had an enormous college career. I think in that division, he's gonna menace menace them, and I think he'll uh,
0: he'll uh, end up just pipping Aiden Hutchinson in defensive rookie of the year. I love it. Sports Confidential. Shout out to the boys. Best punter you've witnessed in your time besides yourself. Short answer would be Mike Seifries. There you go. I don't even know who that is. He so.
1: Uh, it, it, so if you're a punter in the NFL, it's not like you're looking at the other sideline going, oh, you're all part of this fraternity because you can play for anyone at any time. You know, But Mike Seifries was the guy that when you were playing against him, because you scouted all the other punters for the team, like you would tape their get-offs and their hang times for the teams that you, you're playing. And Mike Seifries consistently – just bombed the shit out of it. I mean, so did Shane <laughs> Leckler, but he was more
0: long than high. Mike Seifrey's made He had a cannon. There you go. <laughs> Bigger than yours. It's a monster. Righto. What was the pressure like captaining an AFL team compared to captaining an NFL team? This is a great question. <laughs> Joshy Ferraro. Okay. Shout out. Thank you for the great question, as he's the only Australian to do it. So the way I put this is... Um,
1: in the AFL, you are appointed by the club. Now, things have changed. Some some teams do it differently these days. In the NFL, you are appointed by your peers. So you, it's a completely different feeling. Same esteem and same, um, you know, it's an honor to represent, to be captain of any team. Um, but the responsibilities are different. So in the AFL, far more responsible, far more the face of, of your team, more expectations of you as a player. Um, the captain in the NFL, because you, you'll you see rookies with a C on their chest just because they're quarterback. So it's not a such a popularity contest, but it is voted by your peers, but it's all position- Based, yeah. Based. Um, but when you're voted by your peers- and from because there are three captains: offensive, defensive, and special teams. When you are voted as a captain, it's you feel like it's more of an off-field tag than an than an on-field, because everyone's ex- expected to play at the highest level. Otherwise, you could find yourself on the street. Um, so it's more of an off-field captain. Mm. But um, I took some AFL captaincy. Um, oh, what do you like? Ideals and experiences into the NFL environment. Learned pretty quick that they're not going to fly. Yeah, it's a completely different ball game.
0: What was one of the things you took in that didn't work?
1: <laughs> um, oh, this might be an exclusive. Oh, here we go. <laughs> we love that an exclusive. at Tommy talks. Um, obviously in the AFL, um, you you don't you know you you play a game of football. You go and have a few beers, and then you train for the rest of the week. Now some would dabble during the week or, but never the night before the game. Or, um, But in the NFL, a lot of players like to go out the night before. Um, and that traditionally they did. Um, that's why the NFL teams now make you stay at a team hotel the night before a game, whether you're at home or away. Um, so it became, so Sunday generally is when you play. So you're in a team hotel on the Saturday night. So Friday night was the night to go out. So once I sort of picked up that there was a few guys going out, and I um, didn't like it. I wanted to voice it. I wanted to um, to help them understand that it may not be the best for your preparation, you know, because I'm playing in your team, and if I know my teammates aren't bringing their best on a Sunday because potentially they've been out two nights before, or but I got shut down pretty quick, especially when I said that. Back in Australia, there was a coach that used to coach the Brisbane Lions. His name was Lee Matthews, and he brought out the breathalyzer for the players at training, and they went, stop right there, call the union, <laughs> oh. <laughs> just retract that statement or leave the room. I went, sorry, guys, it was that was an experience back in Australia. Yeah. You, you're good. Keep going. Do whatever you want. Just yeah.
0: play well on Sundays. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> just bang. At least it was cut on the head early and you can go, yep, done. Yep. Hey, that's good. It's good to, uh, I mean, we, got, we could sit here and we will do plenty of more shows because there's plenty more questions. But look, mate, we've wrapped it up. Before I finish, we got to give you a pair of the, the brand yes. new Rixies. You have been wearing them, and you said that you've had a great experience in Gold Coast with someone. Did you say that you got a compliment wearing the, the Rixies to me on the phone? what well, I, was I, that?
1: I, I, I did. Um, the, best, the best compliment, though, came when I was wearing them in LA in, oh, during Super Bowl week. Oh, talk to me. Talk Now
0: you're talking to me. What would they say. So I want. I want to help you take this Rick Eyewear International, mate. I'm ready to go. I'm hoping to get him on some wide receivers but thank you. This year. Yeah, man Thank you. Really. I don't want to ask too much, but I'd love you to put these ones on there. The Tribeca Champagne for this last segment. It's the Oz American Aces. We normally do Ricks in retirement. I'm going to mix it up because it's an NFL preview with the Australian NFL King. Can I just ask, what the, what were these called again? These are the Tribeca Champagne with the green lens. They're polarised. I think you've got the grey ones. Oh, look at the big fella, ready to go. Tribeca not... Champagne, all oh, right? Look there at we go. that. Well,
1: I need to know that when someone asks me when I walk oh, out of this yeah. van.
0: Tribeca Champagne, head online. They're about $1.99. If you head online to rickseyewear.com.au and drop aces at checkout, let everyone know, Benny, aces at checkout. They get 20% off and free express shipping. And they'll be looking as sharp as you. Now, we normally ask you about a question called Ricks and Retirement. I've been in that for this one. This will be just Ricks and the brightest stars and celebrities. And I don't know what it is, but who is the one player, the star, the shining lights that just it's going to dominate this year? Who is the Ricks fantasy gem that you can share with everyone that they just need to know about for 2022? Ooh, okay. Okay. This is a good question. So, We talked about
1: fantasy before, and you talked about your allegiance to running backs early. So, yep, there'll be a lot of running backs taken early, but then there's this suite of running backs that we're not too sure about. Do you take a backup running back before a rookie running back because they haven't put the numbers up and you don't know how they're going to go? Well, my Rick's gem, Tommy Sheridan, is from my old team, my first team in the NFL, the New York Jets,
0: rookie running back, Brees Hall. Bang. There he is. Hawley is going to be the Ricks gem. Keep your eyes on Hawley in your fantasy drafts. Like I said, if you want to look sharp like Benny Graham, head online at www.ricksideway.com.au and use aces at checkout. Now, Benny, I just wanted to say a massive thank you. We've gone over time. I appreciate all your, you know, you boys for getting this together. The NFL starts next week. I think it's in seven days, literally, uh, and less, because it's a Friday, 10.20 a.m. Bills at the Rams. Woo-hoo. Oh, it's big. So, mate, thank you so much for your season predictions. I can't wait to have our NFL draft on Wednesday. Um, but, yeah, mate, thanks so much for your time. And, uh, yeah, I'm so excited to get this season underway. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks for having me. If This is all
1: forms part of my whole motivation around bringing more people into the NFL realm, whether it be through fantasy, through podcast, mate, you're doing a great job. We still need to put a full stop on the 2021 season. Mm. So I'm going to hold you to that. Burley and Pavilion. the boys.
0: Burley Pavilion. You'll see us there. That are in the
1: Oz American Aces Fantasy League. But mate, yeah, no, it's been a bit of fun, mate. Love talking about the NFL. It's about to kick off. Don't wait to the playoffs to get involved. Let's... You might as well get on on the ground floor week one, Friday. Let's go.
0: That's it. Thanks, mate. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please feel free to hit us up on our social channels, at Osmerican Aces. If you're entertained, inspired, or feel more educated, please share it with your friends and family because we appreciate the support. Righto. Catch you on the next one.